In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. It's Creator, right here on your classic metal show. That's Creator with a K because it's cool, says John Astronomy. That's right. And uh, I see Judge Aiken has entered the chambers. Yes, sir, I'm here. So uh, I think it's time to play our uh, Chris Hansen. Order. I think uh, Chris Hansen would be proud. All right. So here we go. It won't work, Chris. What do you mean? Wait a minute. Oh, here it goes. Now it's going to work. It said there was. So, uh, all right, here we go. The classic metal show. Hmm. That sounds very familiar. Very suspicious. Very predator-like. Anyway, Chris Hansen here of Hansen versus Predators and to catch a predator, you know, I'm going to need everybody to have a seat because I've been going through some transcripts in a recent predator case involving teachers. And I just need you to know that I'll be submitting those cases to Judge Aiken for a ruling. All right? So in the meantime, behave yourselves. And remember, I'll be watching. Oh, and uh, hail and kill. All right. Take care. <laughs> oh, that that's fantastic. Order. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the best, the best 50 bucks I ever spent. Yeah so funny it is it's it's very funny for those <laughs> for those of you who are fans of catch a predator and chris hansen saying oh and hail and kill oh. that's hysterical yeah just like oh by the way hail and kill <laughs> love it is that gum in your mouth donnie no you have a little crush on me no yeah i i, I don't know what i'm supposed to say right now you know, I've been watching you all year, Donnie. When you hit that shot to beat Fairfield and you were jumping up and down in your little Larry Bird short shorts and sweating like a jar of pickles in the hot sun. God, that was so hot. Is this really happening? This is happening. It's happening right now in my office. Okay, awesome. So uh, I'm totally in. How do you want to do it? Because I, I made sex before lots of ways. So you want to go straight to hand jobs or eating me out or taking me from behind? I'll teach you. I'm a virgin. <laughs> All right, Judge Aiken. Mm-hmm. Uh, our first uh, case on the docket. Okay. Uh, this, since we had Chris, uh, Hansen, um, make a, uh, glorious announcement of your, your reign here in the court. Okay. I think this story is very appropriate regarding, uh, you know, since we had Chris Hansen do the uh, intro. Sure. A man walked across multiple states during a 351 mile journey to have sex with someone he believed to be a 14-year-old girl. <laughs> and he walked? He walked. Oh, my God. Uh, not guilty. <laughs> you don't want to hear the uh, terms of the case here? Let, let, me, let me hear the terms before I give this ruling. All right. Tommy Lee Jenkins, 32, mm -hmm. traveled on foot from a suburb in Indianapolis all the way to Neenaw, Wisconsin. Okay. So he basically had to walk up through uh, Indiana, Illinois, right. and into Wisconsin. Wow. That's a lot of walking. There is a lot of walking. Smokes. As a former dr truck driver myself, I have driven that route, and that's that's no easy task to walk. 
Well, shit, just driving it is what? Four hours? Three, no. three and a half hours? Four That's hours? More, it's more like six to seven hours. Six to seven hours to drive it. To drive it. Jesus, to walk it. How is it? A couple of days? Yeah. Holy smokes. He was really horny. I guess so. Tommy Lee Jenkins, 32, traveled on foot from a suburb of Indianapolis all the way to Nina, Wisconsin, where he planned to meet Kylie, not uh, not your daughter. No. A girl he'd been talking to on Facebook. <laughs> However, Kylie was actually Winnebago County Sheriff Deputy working with Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. Holy smokes. Jenkins received a friend request from a profile and soon began sending explicit messages. Prosecutor said that the 32-year-old asked Kylie if she ever had sex and asked her to send specific revealing photos. Jeez, these guys don't they don't ramp up either, do they? They're like, oh hey, how old are you? 14. Oh, you suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Show me your bare pussy. I bet you the hairs are just coming in. Are your tits still in a training bra? Send me pictures. <laughs> Send them immediately. <laughs> Have you stained your panties yet? Can you show me a picture? Are you old enough to bleed? <laughs> At one point, Jenkins sent a message saying that the two should have 500 kids before we before wait a minute this is weird at one point jenkins sent a message saying the two should have 500 kids before we are with god 500 kids that's what he said jesus it's almost as many steps as he had to take to get there (laughs) he also told kylie he wanted to have a child with with her within the next year well, good Lord. What, what is it with guys? I don't know about you, mm-hmm. but I can only speak for myself. Yeah. In my experience of getting involved with a woman, mm-hmm. the last thing in my mind is, man, I, I'd like to knock this chick up. N- never has happened. That, 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 I, that, that, I never thought that. It's just like, man, I got a fine piece of ass here. Boy, I sure hope I never knock her <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Look, the the biggest battle is, do I wear a condom or do I try and wing it, you know, and not get her pregnant? Nobody's ever fucking thinking, man, oh, man, I really got to fucking hook up so I can make a child. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. I've no never, one's doing that. I've never understood that. That's fucked. Yeah. At 500, he'd have to knock up Octomom 40 years in a row. <laughs> Even then, it wouldn't be enough. Right. My goodness, this guy's a little bit... I, I, this might sound a little out of school here. I'm making an early determination. Well, don't make but, any determinations, but give me, give me, give me, let's just put uh, pre, pre-score. Pre-score impression? This guy might be a little crazy. You think? Just Walk, walking 350 miles to bang out a, a what he thought is a 14-year-old? To make 500 kids, yeah, might be a little unstable. That's my initial read. read here would, you, would you walk 350 miles for anything? No. <laughs> I won't walk 3.5 miles for anything, let alone 350 miles. <laughs> Fuck that. I find it, I find it you know, difficult to walk to my mailbox. Fuck walking to 350 fucking miles. And just think the whole time he's walking with a hard dick, thinking about a 14-year-old girl just grabbing his cock. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, he then asked her if she wanted him to visit her in Wisconsin. Jenkins later sent a message telling the girl he was en route and traveling on foot. I'm on the way. The GPS says 16 days. <laughs> Who is this guy, Forrest Gump? <laughs> Has a GPS on his phone. <laughs> you, know, you know that function none of us use on the GPS that says walking distance? Yeah, he's got an Apple Watch. 
no, none of us, anybody listening, nobody's ever pushed that walking directions thing right. on Google Maps. This is the first guy ever to use it. Look, walking directions. Oh, there's only 16,000 turns to make. Right. Fantastic. Now, if you cut through Farmer's John Field, you could cut a mile off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm one mile closer, honey. 350 to go. Right. I'll check in again in another hour when it's 499. Right. Whatever. You know, three 349. Jesus Christ. What a creep. Well, if he walked 24 hours a day, which obviously he didn't, it would yeah. t- it would take him four and a half days. Yeah. So let's just say that he walked 10 hours a day. Okay. So that, that'd be like 12 days. I'm almost there, hon. <laughs> it's 12 days. So basically eight, almost eight. two weeks. Are you wet? I'm eight days away. <laughs> so it, it almost took him two weeks to walk all the way up there. Get ready, honey. Only four more days to go. Yeah. Start working that clit. I'm almost there. <laughs> it's a good thing Jenny bought me some new sneakers. <laughs> I just said shit happened. <laughs> <laughs> Jenkins allegedly sent photos of his journey, just like Chris said. Yeah. I mean, Judge Aiken. Yeah. Including state signs and selfies from his walk. Just like you said, I'm almost there. I'm almost there, honey. Look, I just crossed the Illinois state line. Look. Look at that. That's the Illinois sign two hours later. Look, I'm at the Illinois sign. Look, I'm in Chicago. Oh, my God. This guy's a tool. I'm, I'm walking along I-94. What a tool bag this guy is. Yeah. Uh, when he reached Wisconsin, he messaged Kylie and told her someone had brought him to the bought him a bus ticket for the remainder of his journey. Going to speed this up, honey. <laughs> I've been on the Greyhound. Police arrested Jenkins when he arrived in Neenaw last week. He now faces uh, prison time if convicted. Only Judge Aiken will have that uh, authority. Did he try to run? Our nation faces an epidemic of child sexual abuse with the Internet making it too easy for predators to communicate with children across the country. United States Attorney uh, Matthew Kruger told uh, the media. Right. The Justice Department is continuing to work with federal and state and local enforcement agencies to prosecute child sexual abuse aggressively. Right. Jenkins had previously had been previously accused of assaulting children back in 2011, according to the Oshkosh Northwestern. Those charges stem from a separate incident involving two young boys, age seven and eight. Oh, Jesus. Well, he doesn't discriminate, does he? No, apparently not. Jenkins ultimately pled no contest, and uh, he is waiting sentencing. For the seven- and eight-year-olds? No, for for this 14-year-old. All right. Wow. Wow, what a case. Yeah, so uh, maul it over there, Judge Aiken. Okay. Just think about uh, what kind of a sentence uh, you would give to this guy. Okay. Uh, where's my sentencing from Judge Aiken? Right. Where's my bumper? Mm-hmm. I just had it. Oh, here we go. Sentencing from Judge Aiken. Here we go. It's time for sentencing from Judge Aiken. Now, I'd love to reward him on some level. <laughs> okay, give us give us the pros and the cons, uh, Judge Aiken. 
Oh, the pros are the determination on this guy is amazing. That he's willing to walk 350 miles. That's, you know, that's something there. That being said, he knowingly chased after a 14-year-old kid after doing time, I'm assuming, for seven- and eight-year-old boys? Well, they didn't say he did time. They said he faced accusations. Still, he should know better at this point. And he looks like a fucking creep. <laughs> I mean, he re- look at that photo of this guy. Good Lord. This guy looks like he's, you know, that clown on The Simpsons. He does. He, he does look like, uh, what, what is a Simpson clown? Clowny or something? I, I forget what his name Krusty, is. Krusty. Krusty the clown. The clown, yeah. And it looks like something in the room that he's in stinks. Looks like he's like a. Ugh, yeah, well, maybe, maybe maybe it's that turd under his nose, or on his shoe. <laughs> well, he didn't walk through San Francisco. What I'm saying, he walked a million miles here. So, <laughs> look at PC cast him among the sodomites. <laughs> <laughs> nice biblical reference. I like it. Yeah, that's good. So, I hate to do this to this guy because I do admire his determination, but. He was definitely chasing a fucking underage kid, so I'm going to have to give him um, death by choking on his shoes. (laughs) Wow. That's my ruling. Death by choking on his shoes? That's right. All right. (laughs) He needs a punishment fitting the crime. All right. Well, you done Chris Hansen proud. All right, good. All right. Let's see how you uh, rule in the corporate world there, Judge Aiken. Okay. A McDonald's announced the ouster. Guilty. (laughs) McDonald's guilty. (laughs) Go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) I think you're jumping the gun here, uh, Judge. All right. Sorry about that. I got a little carried away. That's usually an automatic guilty. Well, it didn't say the Twinsburg McDonald's. It just said McDonald's. Yeah. All right. If it's a Twinsburg McDonald's, it'd be death. Sentenced to death. Death by burning down. Don't care what the crime is. Death. (laughs) McDonald's announced the ouster of CEO Steve Easterbrook Sunday over an inappropriate relationship with an employee. Okay. The, the company's board determined that Easterbrook violated the company policy and demonstrated poor judgment involving a recent consensual relationship with an employee, it announced. Okay. Desiree Moore, an attorney for Easterbrook, told uh, Fox News that Easterbrook is deeply regretful. And he was grateful for his time at McDonald's and continues to believe in the company's future. This guy graduated clown college and everything. (laughs) McDonald's named Chris uh, Kemperzinski, the McDonald's USA president, as its new president and CEO. He was also elected to the board of directors. Mm -hmm. I am thrilled to be leading an incredible company, Kampanitsky said in the press release, working alongside our talented team, our board, our franchises, and supplies. I am committed to upholding our rich heritage of serving our customers and driving value for our shareholders and our stakeholders. Kampanitsky, previously experienced at PepsiCo, Kraft, uh, Procter & Gamble, has also been with McDonald's since 2015. When he joined the company as an executive vice president of strategy, business development, innovation, and was promoted to the head of the U.S. operations in 2017. Uh, Enrique Hernandez Jr., chairman of the McDonald's board, said in a press release that the board believes Kaepernicki, uh has the vision and the drive to continue the company's strong performance, noting that He also was instrumental in developing McDonald's strategic plan. Mm -hmm. Uh, Easterbrook has been with has been the McDonald's president and CEO since 2015, and he has been with the company since 1993. All right. 
But it was a consensual with a with a. It's not with a kid. No, it's just with an employee. But it got booted out. So he's fucking the fly the fry girl. Or Didn't something. say that. It just said an employee. Oh shit! Not guilty. It's time for sentencing from Judge Aiken. If you get to the top of the McDonald's Corporation, you're supposed to give your double quarter with cheese to the fucking employees. <laughs> I mean, holy shit. Of course, of course he fucking showed her his Big Mac. Not guilty. No guilty at all of this. He fucked a coworker. Well, that's what he says. So what? Well, do does Judge Aiken believe in the old adage that you don't dip your pen in the company ink? First, I'll go with the you don't shit where you eat, which is a better one for McDonald's because clearly you do shit where you eat if you eat McDonald's. So yes, you can absolutely shit where you eat at McDonald's. Okay, one hundred percent. So the CEO can clearly shit where he eats. At, he eats at McDonald's. He makes McDonald's go. He's sticking his dick in the fucking shake girl or some shit. Good for him. Not guilty. There's no there's no charge here to this at all. And who can blame the girl? She's making $8 an hour, and she could be sucking a millionaire's dick. Good for her. Good. Yeah. I mean, how much money do you think the CEO of McDonald's has? Oh, millions. $20 million probably in the bank? Oh, well, I'm sure he got that as a severance pay. Yeah, that's what I mean. It, a huge balloon payment. And depending on what her job is, you know, I, I, I somehow very much doubt that she's a high-ranking person there as well, or else they wouldn't have made such a big deal about this. You know, he, whoever he's fucking has to be a low-level person. Don't you think? It has to yeah, be, yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I don't think it was the girl, the, the, the fry girl at the Twinsburg McDonald's, but I'm no. sure she's the lower-level employee. Yeah, maybe the maybe the drive-through window girl, upper upper management. <laughs> I mean, come on, you eat Mc, it's McDonald's for fuck's sake. No, there's no problem with that at all. As far as I can see, he's raising her life up. Not guilty. All right, that was easy, too easy. All right, well, sometimes you got you get you got to get an easy case now and again. Too easy for the judge. Bring me something harder. All right, well, we'll see how you feel about jokes. Are you All a right. funny man, Judge Aiken? I'm a very serious individual in my chambers, thank All you. All right. Uh, let's see here. A teacher is fired for joking to Jewish primary school pupils that she would ship them all off to the gas chambers if they didn't finish their homework. <laughs> Okay, wow. <laughs> a teacher has been has been fired for joking with Jewish pupils that she would ship them off to the gas chambers if they did not finish their homework. Newberry's primary school dismissed the teacher on Friday following an outcry from the children's parents. Okay. The teacher is said to have made an anti-Semitic remark on Thursday while teaching a class of 28 10-year-olds, 11 whom are Jewish. <laughs> According to parents, she said, you better finish your homework quick or I'll ship you all off to the gas chamber. <laughs> wow. Apparently, Judge Aiken has a sense of humor. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm laughing at the... Um... <laughs> All right, I'm just laughing at the at, joke. at the absurdity of it all. Oh no, no, I'm laughing at the joke. It's funny. It is understood that when challenged by one of the pupils, the teacher said she was joking and apologized before asking the children not to tell anyone. <laughs> That's funnier than the joke itself. <laughs> However, pupils inform their parents. And the news soon spread across the school on the WhatsApp group. Oh, the WhatsApp group. Good. 
Many parents telephoned and emailed the head teacher to complain with some uh, with some even threatening withdraw their children unless the staff member was fired. Yeah, pal. On Thursday evening, the Board of Governors held an emergency meeting to discuss the issue and dismiss the teacher the next day. Right. The action was instant because the woman was an agency worker and therefore had not permanent employee employment contract with the school. Okay. The school, which has 203 pupils aged 4 to 11, uh, let's see here, in a village of a quarter, let's see, around a, what is this? The school, which is, has 203 pupils aged 4 to 11, uh, a community village with about a quarter of 8,000, I don't know, this is weird, oh, with a quarter million with about 8,000 residents identifying as Jewish. Okay. One parent who did not want to be named said, to the credit of the school, they made it clear that they wanted to deal with the situation without delay. They did mm-hmm. not seek or dispute the suggestion that the teacher had made the reference of gas chamber. The -hmm. fact that the woman was fired the following day says everything you need to know. Yesterday, a spokesman for the school said, we can confirm that last week we were made aware that an alleged racist, is that racist? I I guess against Jews. Is that a racist comment? Oh. Is it insensitive or racist? Hmm. Well, I mean... I mean, they did gas a lot of Jews. I know, but is that racist, though? Jews. Well, it was pretty specific to the Jews. Uh, I guess. I don't know. It's, it, it sounds... It's on the border. All right. A uh, comment had been made by an agency teacher working within the school. We acted upon this immediately, and our uh, leadership team uh, undertook the full investigation, and the teacher was will not be returning. After the dismissal, the school issued a newsletter reassuring that the parents that despite recent events, it was doing all it could do to embrace and celebrate diversity. Because <laughs> that, that is our strength, after all. Certainly is. It said it would be inviting religious leaders from different faith groups in to speak to the children as it, as it had done in previous years. All right. This year, we are asking particularly for the focus to be on the strengthening and the important messages of religious tolerance and respect. Okay. Uh, Newberry is rated good by, uh, uh, let's see, which described pupil attainment as outstanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, at its last full inspection in 2011, the pupils were described as mostly white with below average levels of deprivation. <laughs> Okay. So they, they, they're not hurting. Right. The incident comes after Jewish community leaders condemned a third successive year with a record number of anti-Semitic incidences. Mm-hmm. In 2018, there were 1,652 cases logged by the Community Security Trust, a 16% increase on from 2017. Okay. It said that the spread of the incident throughout the year, more than 100 a month, indicated a general atmosphere of intolerance and prejudice. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we'll get your ruling here, Mr. Uh, Judge Aiken. I'm ready to rule on this. It's time for sentencing from Judge Aiken. I this this ruling might be slightly controversial here, but I am I am in favor of of teaching through fear. So, with that being said, I I applaud what this teacher did by te- by telling these kids that they will be gassed to death. If they don't do their work. So I'm going to say not only not guilty, but I'm going to nominate this teacher for teacher of the year in this Newberry school district. That's my ruling, pal. (laughs) 
So she knows how to get control of the class. Is that what you're saying, Judge? Guarantee you they're gonna they'll they'll have an appreciation for doing their homework or whatever they weren't doing. I guarantee they'll do what they were supposed to be doing now if they're if they're fearful of getting a Zyklon B shower. <laughs> All right. So not guilty and promoted to teacher of the year honors. All That's right. what I say. Uh more teachers, uh, Judge Aiken. Okay, I like that. A Florida teacher, you probably like this one. Okay. Uh, because you'll you'll like her photo anyway. Oh, maybe, maybe. L- lots of boobs in this one. Like that. A Florida teacher aide was arrested for allegedly having sex with two 15-year-old students at a community pool near her condo building. All right, she's off to a good start in Judge Aiken's court. <laughs> The the aide, twenty seven year old Christy, that is K I R S T I E known, that's N O N E Rosa R O S A. Christy known Rosa allegedly had sex with one of the students several times at his house and her condo in East Naples. Look at the tits on this one. That's why I said, Judge Aiken, you would like this one. My God. <laughs> Those have got to be what? She looks like she might have a... 34. Kind of a I think she's a 34 double D. Double D. Yeah. Double D. Look at the tits on you, honey. Holy smokes. Yeah, her name is Tits McGee when she's not at school. My goodness. Yeah, I'm going to have a hard time ruling against her. <laughs> Did you say a hard time ruling? All right. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, the aide, the aide, 27-year-old Christy Nona Rosa, allegedly had sex with one of the students several times at the house and her condo in East Naples on a, one occasion this year. Rosa, who was communicating with both the students by way of Snapchat, <laughs> good, arranged to pick them both up and drive them to a party. That's good. You know, party, soiree, party. Safety. <laughs> she saved them from having to walk the streets. Right, exactly. She was trying to be safety conscious. A soir what? Soiree, you know, party. Yeah, party. Can't you tell I'm trying to be on her side? Oh, she's trying to be safe. <laughs> At the party, Rosa gave them pot and booze mm-hmm. before the person hosting the party found out that they were they were high school students and kicked them out. I would imagine they were just a little bit hyper and she was trying to help them calm down. Of course. Little weed, little little beer. Little smoke. A little smoke, little, little drink. drink. Yep, yeah. I'm I'm there. All right, <laughs> you're down with it. All right, I'm I'm following along so far. Right. She then took a group of the students back to her condo. She took a whole group. All right, back to All right. <laughs> back to her condo and brought them to her community pool, according to the report. Video footage, we've got to investigate that. Video footage? Yeah, from the pool showed Rosa engaged in sex with two students. Let's see here. Look that up. It's not clear if the footage showed all three of them engaging in sex together or if it happened on a separate occasion. Rosa was busted. Oh, wait a minute. The kids are underage. I really don't want to find that. Uh, Rosa was big busted this weekend on three counts of lewd and lascivious. I can't say that word. Lascivious behavior and provided the teens with narcotics paraphernalia. All right. All right. All right. It's time for sentencing from Judge Aiken. 
have could have been tag teaming and motorboating a chick <laughs> like this when I was 15 and getting pot and booze as well, there would be no penalty here. This would have she would have been my favorite person maybe of all time. She would definitely outrank my mom in my list of people as, you know, favorite women in my life. There's no way I can find this teacher guilty of anything. She's she's guilty of of showing these kids how it is. Definitely not guilty. Um, definitely should be should be rewarded for this for this activity, and um, should I think a um, very personal explanation of her actions in my chambers though is warranted. So I'm going to invite uh, Miss Rosa to my chambers to have a discussion so that we can work together to get her another teaching job. That's my ruling. Not guilty. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Moving along. All right. Uh, this one is not so sexy. Okay. A teacher is placed on leave for asking fifth graders to set a price for a slave. <laughs> this is not a laughing master matter, uh, Judge Aiken. I, I, I was laughing. I was I was choking. <laughs> I, that was a choke. That was not a laugh at all. No. Continue, a bailiff. Well, this happened in the Lou from the Lou country. Okay. A fifth grade teacher in Missouri is out of the classroom for asking students to set a price for a slave as part of an assignment. Okay. The, unide the unidentified social studies teacher at Blades Elementary School in St. Louis was giving a lesson on market practices during colonial America. <laughs> Stop laughing. This is not funny. I'm choking. I'm, I have a bad cough. I have a bad cold here. Not laughing at all. This is not a laughing matter. This is tragic. You're right. You're right. This very is true. a very tragic situation. Just ask Lou from the Lou. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, the elementary school uh, in St. Louis was giving a lesson on market practices during colonial America in which students were tasked with setting prices for other commodities like grain, cows, and food. Okay. You own a plantation of farm or farm and there needs to be more workers, the assignment reads. You begin to get involved in the slave trade industry and have slaves work on your farm. Set your price for a slave. These could be worth a lot. Okay. In a letter to parents Monday, the school principal said the teacher has expressed significant remorse <laughs> for the misguided in-class exercise. They're very sorry. <laughs> very sorry. <laughs> we were talking about selling people, but, uh, you know, kind of got out of hand. Yeah. The assignment was culturally insensitive. Was it? Principal Jeremy Booker wrote, I appreciate the parents who notified me of this assignment. The teacher who doled out the assignment has been placed on administrative leave, a district spokesman told the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, while Booker said all staffers at the school will undergo cultural bias training in the near future. Mm -hmm. But the president of the NAACP St. Louis uh, doesn't think the punishment is enough and wants the public apology. Good. There is also needs to be some serious and immediate implicit bias, cultural bias and cultural deference training. Uh, Bowman told the station, uh, adding that he would like to meet with the district officials to discuss the matter. Teachers should be able to recognize the topics such as slavery necessitate additional sensitivity. A snippet of the assignment was posted on uh, sun on Sunday to Facebook, where it was quickly blasted as stupid, 
insensitive and inappropriate for a classroom. Mm -hmm. The teacher knew what they were doing and was comfortable, one critic wrote. It's 2019, not 1819. They need a different profession. Stop destroying young minds. Okay. The teacher who created the assignment has been employed by the district for four years. Racism of any kind, even inadvertently stemming from cultural bias, is wrong and is not who we are to aspire to as a school district, uh, said the superintendent in a statement today. I'm sorry and disappointed that this happened in our school district. Yeah. Wow. All right. I have a few questions before we go to ruling. Um, All right. I have a um, first question is, were they trying to get prices for in-house or out-of-house? I think they were probably uh, trying to buy them on the open market. Okay. Do we have any clarification at all if they had all their own teeth, strong backs, any of that kind of thing? Well, I think the big woman was being bred with the big man. Okay. So uh, to to use the Jimmy the Greek uh, philosophy. So I'm going to go. I personally am going to go with the uh, best case scenario of getting the best slave for the dollar. So they're looking to buy full Mandingo. Pretty much, yeah. They're they're right. they're they're going for uh, basically Toby quality here. All right, man. All right, all right. I'm ready to roll. All right. It's time for sentencing from Judge Aiken. All right, Bailiff, believe it or not, this is a fairly easy case to rule on as well. And um, you'll probably agree fully with my ruling. All right. I'm going to sentence this this person. Or I'm gonna I'm gonna provide a ruling rather of not guilty on any charges. There's no racism at all involved in this, and I'm gonna state exactly why. Teaching actual factual things without putting any kind of a personal slant into it is not racist. It is not racist to say that they sold that slaves were sold in the old South in the 18 whatever 1850s 1860s whatever year it was right it's not that's not racist saying how much they paid was not would not be racist and trying to teach what was going on at that time is again not racist so this is 100% not a racial issue at all it's an oversensitive climate issue and the climate should be uh, now if we want to put a sentence I'm going to sentence the the climate, the people that were complaining about this, to, um, I don't know, 15 years of hard time in the cotton field. (laughs) Just to to understand what true racism might feel like. Because what what this teacher is doing, not racist on any level, on any way, shape, or form, other than it's a black mark in the country's history. But even as a black mark in the country's history, it is not racist to acknowledge it so not guilty (laughs) all right (laughs) all right uh judge aiken you're gonna have to uh you know pound the gavel on something here that could be a little more serious okay a brooklyn teacher is arrested for kicking a 12 year old in the chest not guilty. <laughs> All right, let me hear the facts. A Brooklyn elementary teacher was arrested after kicking a 12-year-old student in the chest and landed the boy in the hospital. Okay. Roger Jassy, 57, was at uh, School of the Future Junior High in East New York. Mm-hmm. At about 4 p.m. on Tuesday when he lost his temper with the boy who was trying to block another student from the classroom and booted him in the chest. <laughs> Jeez. The child started complaining of pain 
and was taken to a nearby hospital. Okay. Jassy was arrested later that day and charged with assault and endangering the welfare of a child. Mm -hmm. According to the school's website, Jassy is a seventh grade math teacher. He's only been a city teacher since uh, September. Mm -hmm. The safety of our students is our top priority, and his uh, this substitute teacher was immediately suspended without pay. Right. When we were made aware of this concerning the allegation, uh, Jesse declined to comment on on uh, the situation. So we don't know what was said prior to him putting a boot to this kid. <laughs> no, we do not. It's going to make it hard to rule. It's time for sentencing from Judge Aiken. This is probably the toughest case you've given me to, um, <laughs> so far tonight, Bailiff. And, I'll, and it's very hard to, um, it's hard to find them guilty knowing what kind of shitheads these kids are these days. Right. You know, and I, I, I have a very hard time believing that some 57-year-old teacher just fucking snapped at will and put a boot to a kid without something happening. That said, I don't think you can just boot a 12-year-old under any circumstance <laughs> other than he's got a gun or something. You know, if he's just standing there blocking another kid, you could find another way to, I guess, move him out. So, um, um, I'll give him... I mean, the kid didn't die or anything, right? No, he he uh, ended up in the hospital due to "quote unquote" pain. All right, I'm gonna sentence this guy to um, two hours of hard time. But that's it. Two hours is enough. All He'll right, suffer. two hours city jail. All two right, <clears throat> all right, fair enough. All right. All right. Well, let's let's move away from the uh, school stories. Let's uh, get into something that, uh, you know, outside of the school. All right. A Philadelphia teen says her dangerous Lyft driver booted her from the car and attacked her after she complained about the woman being on the phone. <laughs> okay. Uh, Helena Barrio, 18, railed on Twitter about Good. the violent altercation Sunday, explaining in a series of posts that the driver pulled out her phone during the ride to answer a phone call. The driver pulled out their phone and answered it? Yeah, the, the Lyft driver was driving them. The Lyft driver's phone rang. The Lyft driver pulled out the phone and answered the phone while she's driving. Okay. She was being loud and obnoxious on the phone call and then turned the music all the way up, Barrius wrote. I asked her to lower it down because it's too loud, but she said that's when things became heated. Okay. She then clearly gets angry and tells me she felt bad energy from me when I first got in the car. Bad energy? Bad energy. All right. She's probably from like Barbados or something. You know, so right. She's okay. probably one of these, you know, voodoo people. Mm -hmm. You know, the uh, woman pulled over and allegedly booted Barrios from the car and then began attacking the teen for starting to record the fight with her phone. Now attacked how? Like physically attacked? It didn't say. It just said attacking. Okay. As I call somebody over to call the police, she gets aggressive and she wraps her arms around me trying to grab my phone, Barrios wrote. Mm -hmm. I pushed her off of me and then when she hits me, I start to defend myself. Okay. Barrios said she was left bleeding with abrasions from the incident in addition to her iPhone screen being cracked. 
Photos posted to Twitter showed Barrio's bruised face and a chunk of her hair that apparently had been yanked out in the brawl. Okay. Me and my family are still in shock at what happened, and I will be in pain for the next few days, she wrote. Mm -hmm. I need justice from Judge Aiken to be served. I don't want her to hurt anybody else's child. Lyft said in a statement that the driver had been banned from the rideshare platform. The Ooh. incident described, described as troubling, a spokesperson said. Community safety is, a, is fundamental to Lyft, and we have been in touch with the driver to extend our, with the rider to extend our support. We have permanently banned the driver from Lyft and stand ready to assist law enforcement. Barrio wasn't uh, able to be immediately reached for comment. Okay, this is an easy one. Go ahead, I'm ready. It's time for sentencing from Judge Aiken. This is a simple one. All right. Any, anytime the evidence comes from fucking social media, not guilty. <laughs> no, I don't care what she did. I don't care. If she shot her in the face. Not guilty because it's on fucking Facebook. She didn't handle it appropriately. She took it to fucking social media instead of to the company directly. She gets nothing. Fuck her. Not guilty. <laughs> simple. That's it. All right. Fair enough. Give me another one. All right. Um, an alleged narcotics dealer mm -hmm. tossed a handful of deadly fentanyl powder at a cop investigating a Bronx drug packaging mill. Okay. Members of the New York Organized Crime Drug Enforcement Strike Force burst into a New York apartment with a search warrant. They found several alleged dealers in the apartment surrounded by a large quantity of heroin and fentanyl packages into 20,000 single-dose uh, dose envelopes mm -hmm. uh, with the HBO logo. I don't know what that means. Okay. As name. Yeah. As the uh, authorities tried to secure the apartment... Uh, Christian Rojas grabbed a handful of loose powder and flung it at the cop's face. All right. The officer exhibited fentanyl-related symptoms, including nausea, shortness of breath, and was treated by emergency responders. Uh, another officer was sickened by the airborne uh, powder and briefly lost consciousness, officials said. Two additional cops became ill from inhaling the dangerous substance. The seven alleged dealers, Christian Rojas, Nasser Laswell, Francisco Payano, Mario Guerrero, Jose Gonzalez, Freddy Roja, and Margaret Peño, mm -hmm. <laughs> were indicted on charges of criminal possession of controlled substances and criminally using drug paraphernalia. They're scheduled to be arraigned in Judge Aiken's court. Okay. Rojas is being held on $150,000 cash or bond, faces an additional six counts of assault, attempted aggravated assault upon a police officer, and reckless endangerment. Okay, well, since they're all out, some outstanding um, white guys, uh, I think this is a fairly easy one to roll. It's time for sentencing from Judge Aiken. Well, you know I you know I'm pro cop, so there's that. I'm definitely pro cop. Is there a but bias I, in your ruling, Mr. Aiken? Well, yes, there is slightly, but it's going to work in their favor. Okay. Maybe. Since I'm pro cop, 
I, I, I have to, I have to restrict what I do and not just throw the book at these guys. I mean, ultimately I'd like to just sentence them all to a million years in prison and just throw away the key and forget about them. But I'm going to give these guys a chance. What is there? Five guys. Yes. Five. So here, here's their, here's their sentence. They can walk away scot-free, but all they have to do is snort up all the drugs themselves. <laughs> okay. They snort up all their drugs that are there themselves. They can leave on their own recognizance. And um, there's no option. There's no other option. It's not like they can choose prison. They have to try. They have so, to try so, to so it's almost like fear factor in a way. It is. It's, it's basically you either live or die. Just like just like the clients that they're trying to serve this shit to, they'll either live or die. So they could either, they'll either do all the drugs between the five of them, and they'll live, or some of them will live, or one will live, or none will live. But that's their sentence: is they have to do all their own drugs, and if they live, they live. Then they can go on and live their life. What do you think of that? That's a different kind of sentence. No, it is. So that's that's my ruling. My ruling is: do your own drugs. All right, Judge Aiken has ruled. Here you go. All right. Well, I think we got time for one more story here. All right, let's do one more. All right. An Arizona man forced hot water down a six-year-old boy's throat in an attempt to cast the demon out. <laughs> I mean, that's not funny. Pablo Martinez. White guy? Yep. Who, who lives on uh, Pascua Yababa Indian Reservation near Tucson was arrested on a federal charge of first-degree murder, according to a statement from a spokesperson for the FBI. The child's adopted mother is a member of the uh, blah, blah, blah Indian tribe, but uh, Martinez is not. Okay. Martinez told police he noticed a demon inside the six-year-old within the last week. Okay. <laughs> he volunteered to give the boy a bath on Thursday. He Jesus. and the child's adoptive mother, uh, Romella Martinez, told police. At one point, she heard a gurgling sound coming from the bathroom and told investigators that she saw that the bathroom door was locked. She unlocked the bathroom door and saw Martinez holding the boy under the faucet of the bathtub. Oh Romilla Martinez told investigators that she screamed at Martinez to stop several times, but he told her he had to do it. Martinez Ugh. told investigators that during the bath, he observed that the child had an unnatural fit of rage. And this led him to hold the six-year-old head under the faucet for five to ten minutes. Martinez said that Romilla Martinez tried to call a pastor, but when the pastor didn't answer, she called nine one one. She told police that immediately. She told police she immediately called nine one one and saw Martinez attempt CPR on the boy and poured cold water on him. Oh, good. When the uh, Pascua police and the fire officials arrived at the home, Romilla and Pablo Martinez were outside. Mar uh, Rom Romilla uh, Martinez told investigators something to the effect of, he can tell you. Martinez told police that they would not understand and that police were not the right uh, mindset of belief. The complaint said, as police continued to ask him questions, court documents say Martinez put his hands in the air and said something to the effect of, I did it. Martinez told police that the boy was demonic, had a demon inside him that needed and that he needed to save him. Uh, the the Pascua firefighters found that the boy naked and propped up on a pillow. He appeared to not be breathing. The child was taken to the Banner University Medical Center where he was pronounced dead with burns on about 15% of his body. And the complaint said 
uh, with burns on his forearms. A joint investigation between the uh, police department and the FBI is ongoing, according to a statement to the to the uh, tribe newspaper. Man, <laughs> I almost don't want to make fun of that story. Jesus. <laughs> wow. Good God. It's time for sentencing from Judge Aiken. Well, I think we can all agree that you got to kill a demon, especially a night demon. Right. Um. Wow, that's some fucked up Susan Smith type shit there, or Andrea Yates. Well, the boy was possessed, obviously. That's even worse than Andrea Yates. Andrea Yates just was trying to save her kid. This guy was trying to burn the fucking spirit out of the fucking kid. Right. Holy smokes. Um, wow. Um, where are we laying sentence on this guy? Yeah, the guy the guy who, uh, you know, forced that kid's face under a faucet because he had a, quote unquote, he had a demon. Now, before I sentence him, before I sentence this guy, I think, um, we got to sentence the girl, too. She didn't go in there and kick him in the fucking face when she opened the door to fucking stop choking out and burning the kid. Right. That's the mother. Instead, the mother. Instead, she said, stop, stop, and then didn't call the police, called her fucking pastor. Right. And then when the pastor was, wasn't around, then she called the cops. Yeah. She, she, all right, she gets death by, I don't know, hanging from an umbilical cord. So, so they're both culpable. She's definitely culpable. I mean, she fucking let it happen. She let it happen. Uh, this guy, I don't know. What do you do? Waterboard him with acid? <laughs> well, obviously he's he's mentally ill for believing that he could exercise a demon by drowning this kid. So mentally ill on this level means what? No use ever to society? Yeah, well, he, he's got no use. Yeah, let's just be done with him. I'll give him the same option I gave the other guys. If he can drink uh, two gallons of battery acid. <laughs> he can live. He can live. All but right. If not, he, he gets what he gets from drinking the two gallons of battery acid. Right. So so his sentence is either death by what or drinking battery acid and be let go? Yes, correct. Okay. What, what What's death by what? Death by death by battery acid well no if he could drink the battery acid and survive he gets away right oh yes exactly so he's got to have a choice either you drink the battery acid or oh or um or um firing squad no that's way too easy um uh nail gun every every half inch until he drops dead from the pain <laughs> all right they just hold him up and give him a nail a nail gun every half inch of his body about once every minute and a half. All right. Just, just so that the minute it stops throbbing, you get another one. Then you get another one. Then you get another one. This fucker deserves a real fucking harsh death. Fuck this guy. <laughs> Jesus God, dude. Well, these people with their, their religious zealots. Yeah, no kidding. So anyway, that's my ruling. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up uh, 2019 here on the Classic Metal Show. There is. It's, uh, it's gone fast. We're here at the end of the year. Christmas is coming up. New Year's is coming up. 2020 is coming up. Right. Uh, boy, I can't believe we're here. No, we're done for the year. Well, but but and I'm just going to re relate something to you. Okay. In 1983. Mm-hmm. Prince released an album called 1999. That's right, yeah. And that just seemed like so far away. Yeah. Here we are at 2020. 21 years later. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, holy shit, where's the time go? Because we go, we're going to party like it's 1999. Mm-hmm. You're like, that's a throwback party at this point. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> wow. 20. 1999 that's so far away yep sure is yeah. it's, it's crazy 
It is crazy. Fast it's gone. It is. So uh, anyway, I want to thank everybody who's tuned into the show, downloads the podcast every week. Uh, those of you who subscribe to CMS TV, who like the video portion, mm-hmm. uh, all that stuff that you know keeps us coming back every Saturday to do this for you for free. Free. So uh, everybody enjoy your holiday weekend. Be safe. Uh, you know, do what you do. Just uh, we'll hope to see you all back here in the new year. Yes, sir. Any last uh, thoughts and words here, Mr. Aiken? Ready to go. Let's 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 start our vacation. All right. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. I'll let you do the honors and pick the uh, closing tune. All right. Um, hmm. How about how about you got any fight over there? I think I do. How about we um, we go out with uh, what is our legacy? How about the legacy of hate by fight? <laughs> okay. Uh, that one. All right. Is that what we do? Or the legacy? That's that's our legacy. The legacy of hate. All right. Well, I have it, and we'll do it. So right. uh, we're going to get out of here. We'll be back in three weeks. Nice. Uh, in the new year. So everybody have a great holiday. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. All that fun shit. Yep, be, yep. be safe and, uh, you know, enjoy. So uh, until 2020, this is Neely along with my very good friend. Chris Aiken. We're gone. My kids. <laughs>